I thought, right, wow, it's gonna be cool today. Can I tell you something? I can tell you something. I am not God. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, before before we, we go and jump into all of our um, announcements and um, just everything, I just really wanna, I really, 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 really wanna share this praise report. I mean, it is, it is huge. It is like amazing. It is all God. It is truly all God. Um, our, our baby in our church, Kenson, two years old, he had multiple, multiple heart surgeries. Um, a few months ago, he had a heart transplant. A heart, I mean, like a heart put in his body, his little body. Well, earlier this week, I got a text from Pastor Aaron, and Kenson got discharged. Give God the glory. Man, he shows a video of Kenson walking down the hallway with daddy and mommy, and the whole hall is lined with staff and doctors and nurses, and they're all cheering him on, and you're just watching this video, and you're crying tears of joy, and I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus, but we still got to keep praying, because Pastor Aaron said maybe four months he can come home, but he's still got to be careful, yeah, so keep praying, but man, when he sent me that, I was like, Wow, that was thank you, Jesus moment. But yes, so praise God for that. Coming up, uh, we, we do have our Puna kids party, all right? And I got many texts and many calls saying, when is it? It is Monday, October 31st, right here, right here, this very, in the gym, uh, Curtis Town Assembly of God is going to be hosting some games and prizes. Us, New Hope East Hawaii, we get to serve 300 bowls of chili and 300 hot dogs. And that's not enough because we always want to do more. Uh, we open it up to some of you who want to do trunk or treat. So we can line up your cars someplace over here or over here. Last year, we lined there, there, and there. And um, we did trunk or treat because last year it was a drive-through. So this year is not a drive-through. It is the real deal like we've been doing all those past years. So um, I really uh, um, encourage you to come out and join us and, you know, continue to bring your candy donations. Even if you didn't tell me you wanted to do a trunk or treat and you decide, you know, October 31st at 4 o'clock that, oh, I want to do trunk or treat because, you know, how many of you are like that? Spur of the moment, last minute. Okay, well, I expect Christmas better this year, okay? Oh. Yeah, last year, last year, this Christmas theme was so cool. Hey, if somebody want to do an Easter theme, I'm good with that. We can borrow this cross. <laughs> and I don't know if you want to fit me on, no, I, don't, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even qualify. But yeah, that's coming up. Um, trunk or treat. We do want to, um, Oh, we do have invitations, so you guys can take some with you, pass it out um, to your family members, your neighbors, where you go to you do your banking, where you do your shopping, uh, where, you, where you go to school at. We're also going to have a, a cakey patch for, for the little kids, like, you know, the crawling ones and just walking ones. 
So we're gonna have that. That's gonna be something new. We're gonna try this year, see how that works. So we have something for the little ones to do. Because a lot of times the little ones get lost. All right, uh, I don't think that's it. I think that's it for announcements. Yeah, it just came upon me at the, the last minute that I get announcements, which is cool because I didn't get to do it for a long time. So, yes, well, oh, that's right. That's Friday, this Friday. Okay, so, man, how many of you, when you look at the news, like, oh my gosh, this country needs prayer? Two hands, three hands, the hand and the leg. I look at that and it's like, oh my gosh, is the world laughing at us, at our leadership? Because sometimes I'm like, oh, and we, our country, you know, it is our country, right? You, you read, you, when you read the Old Testament, you read books like Daniel and Ezra. You know, these, these prophets, these awesome mighty guys, when they talk to the Lord in prayer, they say, oh Lord, we have sinned, we have strayed, we have done bad. And I think like, really, not these guys, but they include themselves as the nation of Israel. We have done this, we have done that. And yes, if our leaders do wrong, we're part of the same country. So um, every fifth Saturday, we, we fast from Friday morning, like six o'clock. Then we come back here, we meet Saturday morning over here at six o'clock. So we fast for a whole 24 hours. And if you can, you can. If you like me and gotta take medicines with food, then sometimes you gotta just take something small, one piece of bread so you can take your medicine. I would love not to take my medicine, but I get scoldings when I eat food. So we're gonna fast for 24 hours. We're gonna gather here Saturday morning. Six o'clock, Walt might be passing out some, some note cards like, hey, you pray for the doctors, you pray for the teachers, you pray for our local government, you pray for our military, our first responders, you pray for our local churches. And we pray, and which usually takes about an hour, we cover all these topics, and then after that at seven o'clock, we break fast. Breakfast, break fast. So we eat, which is, you know, I think most of the people, that's their favorite part. But it's a thing we've been doing for about six or so months or a year that we, we gather on that day so that we can pray for our nation. And I think more churches need to do that and not just on the fifth Saturday, but all the time. So we'll be doing that this week from Friday to Saturday. So if you can... And if you would like to, please join us. And if you just want to come and participate and not be picked on to pray, then just let me know. We'll, okay, okay, we're not going to like point you out. We're going to just stand behind me and I'll protect you and I'll take that prayer for you. You're right? I mean, that's not so bad, but it's only going to take about a little over an hour of your time. But we ask you to do that. Okay, so now... Um, our tithes and offering. Apparently, it wasn't working for a little while last week. I made a call early in the morning, and he got it working, and that's why we use that guy. So you can give him person in the acrylic box right next to Uncle Al back there. Maybe pretty soon we can start passing the buckets again and we're actually getting nice communion bread for communion again. That would be nice. 
Or you can text NHHI to 808-793-5588. Or you can go online, uopisthawaii.com. This link will take you right to this link, so either way. Or you can mail it to New Hope East Hawaii, HCR 2 Box 6617, KL Hawaii 96749. And those are the ways um, you can give. If you have, um, if you want to designate your offering to the building fund or um, to the special events for our Halloween, you just write in a memo um, designated to that so we can um, make sure it goes to the right direction. If you want to designate it to the children's and youth ministry, you can do that. If you want to designate it to the men's ministry, then we can have prime rib for breakfast. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yes, no. And if you want to designate it to the women's ministry, yes, they can have fruit for, bre for breakfast because they love fruit. <laughs> they do. Right? So let's pray. Lord, thank you so much that you have blessed us so much as a fellowship. And we are so grateful at what you are doing in us and through us. Thank you so much that we get to give of our tithes and offerings. Lord, we ask that you would bless it, that you would increase it, and that you would use it to grow your kingdom. We pray, Lord, as leaders of New Hope East Hawaii, we would steward these funds well and, and not just spend it on any old things, but we would pray and then spend. So we thank you so much, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, yeah. Amen. Ooh, it is such a beautiful day. Every day is beautiful. Even the rain. How many of you enjoyed the rain? Yeah. It kind of cooled us off, kind of filled up our water tanks. Um, my grass is now going to grow faster. It's not, it's not crispy anymore. I one time my grass was getting crispy, and now um, it is so much better. <clears throat> you know, we've been doing church from 2008. We're coming upon our 15th year next March. 15 years. Wow. Man, was here 15 years. That seems like a long time. You know, if you look forward, like me, I look forward to different seasons of the year you know summertime i used to love to you know the days are long and you can you can just go and play and go fishing and when i was a child i would i would look forward to christmas you know when you're a child when you're a young child christmas takes so long to come yeah it like takes like like years to take five years just to come to december 25th it takes forever you cannot wait. And when you get old, man, it just comes too fast. It's like you blink your eyes like, holy smoke, it's Christmas Eve already. And I still never get nothing for my wife. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, I, I like certain seasons and I enjoy it. You know, Christmas, Christmas and Easter, um, Halloween, Easter candy, you know, all those things. You know, for when I was when I was a little kid, summertime was the best. You know when we were, you know, you older people, you older people. Remember, summer was June, July, and August. Yeah. Now it's part of June and July. Next thing you're getting ready for back to school in July. It's like really, what happened? Yeah, summertime. You know, three months of summer. 
So if I took summer fun, man, summer fun was all summer long. And it was all day. Okay. And I never had freedom. But I went to summer school. It was six weeks and three-fourths of the day. So I had to bite the bullet, <laughs> take summer school, and, you know, I don't know, just take summer school, just to take summer school. I don't think I really learned anything. Just so I could get out in six weeks and the rest I could have freedom. And freedom meaning hop on my bicycle and ride for miles and miles and miles. Leave, leave home 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and come home 5 o'clock in the afternoon. It was fun. And, you know, seasons change and, you know, like I said when last week, when I was a kid, Halloween was about candy. And now when I'm older, Halloween turned into an out outreach to give back to the community, to share the love of Jesus. You know, and it's a wonderful time. Just like I, I, I enjoy Halloween, I enjoy Christmas, I enjoy Easter, because it's one of those, it's those three times I think we get to reach out and do something with our community. Oh, you know, forget Thanksgiving too, we get to do that. And in every season of the year, every season that we go through, I look at the, where the opportunities are. The opportunities to share the good news of Jesus. So right now we're coming up on Halloween. I look for all my friends with children. I say, you have children? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, we're doing something at our church for Halloween. It's a safe place for them to come. We're gonna have games. We're gonna give hot dogs and chili and just come and enjoy and it's free. And so I, I try to look in each season for an opportunity to share Jesus, to invite people to come and taste, taste. Mm. You know when you taste something so good, you wanna keep it to yourself. No, I never teach you that. When you taste something, you wanna share it, right? How many of you, when you taste something good, it's all mine? <laughs> yeah, Mr. B, Mr. B is honest. So, you know, we. Me and my wife, we go out to dinner now and then, and she orders what she orders, and she says, oh, this is so good. You like taste? No, thank you, I'm fine with what I got. But she always asks me, you like taste, you like taste, you like taste. Because as soon as I taste hers, I say, I like taste yours. <laughs> That's the trick, you know. But when we got the taste of Jesus, the goodness of God, man, you, you gotta, you got to want to share that with everybody else. If you don't want to share that, then maybe check your pulse. Because, man, when we get that goodness, that taste, that cure, that hope, man, you got to want to just tell the whole world, that, hey, I found Jesus, and Jesus is the answer. Amen? So here is number one. We are not called to boycott Halloween. Some people say, no, 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 you cannot. You know, some people say, oh, you cannot, you cannot do that. That's like the, the devil's day. You cannot, you cannot do something at your church. You know, you and I, the church, 
the local church, we are called to be a transforming influence on the world, not a condemning one. Some churches, some denominations, they say, no, you cannot do anything. They're critical about it. They criticize everything. They think their criticism of, of another church doing something on October 31st, they think that's their discernment. Or they think they're separating themselves from people who do something on October 31st. They think of that as, oh, no, 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 I'm not doing nothing on October 31st. I am pursuing holiness. <laughs> oh, holy, man, whoa, jeez. In John 3.17, right after the famous scripture of John 3.16, Jesus says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. Jesus didn't come to condemn us, but to save us. In John 17, 21, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you sent me. I believe Jesus had this desire for his church, that his church would be united in the purpose of reaching and discipling the lost, bringing hope to a dying world. He wants us unified as a powerful witness to the real reality, the truth of God's love. Are you committed to bring unity to the body of Christ, God's church? Do you pray for other Christians? Do you avoid gossip? Do you use your time to build up others? to work together in humility. Refuse to get sidetracked. Sometimes we argue over divisive matters, whether or not we should do anything on Halloween. Does it really matter? Sometimes we, the devil takes our little things and splits us and makes us divided. Too much of our time sometimes is spent criticizing and judging other parts of the body of Christ. And we become divided when we should be united. Can we just come in agreement that the Lord did make every day? And every day is an opportunity to plant a seed, to reach others for Christ, to show our community the love of God. Even if it is on a day when people dress up as a devil with a pointy ears and a pointy tail and a pitchfork, 
which I don't know who figured out that design of the devil, because I don't think he looks like that. Probably the devil is probably good looking. Some people dress up as witches. And you know, this day that they do that, that's the day that God has made. And it's a time for us to come together to serve our community. The division in the body of Christ is very destructive. And it is a plan of the devil to prevent us from doing something good in reaching our community. The Lord said that the very condition of the world coming to know the love of God calls for the church to move as one. There is a tendency to become irritated at the present culture and fight back rather than, like the song said, to be salt and light and to reach the world in love. And we need to do that. So number two, here it is. We are called to sit in our seats and do nothing. Be comfortable. We're called to action. How many of you know God doesn't call you to be comfortable? Yeah, kind of, kind of, sometimes it's kind of like, oh, man, I want it to be comfortable. I want it to just enjoy and just, just cruise. You know, when you're coasting, you're usually going downhill, right? You don't coast going uphill. We are, we are called to action. 2 Corinthians six fourteen. Do not be bound together with unbelievers. For what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness? What fellowship has light with darkness? Or what harmony has Christ with Belial? Or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? Or what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, just as God said, I will dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. He wants us to be active in our witness for Christ to unbelievers, not to lock ourselves into personal business relationships that could cause us to compromise our faith. Believers should do everything in their power to avoid things like that. And that could, you know, kind of force us to, to divide our loyalties. You know, we're not going to do Halloween like the world does it. Scaring the living, holy blank out of people. Because that would be fun. But that would be conforming to the world. We're not going to do the haunted house thing. We're going to give out free chili and hot dog and candy. And we're going to love everyone who comes through these doors. And I tell you what, sometimes on, um, on Halloween, not sometimes, but most of all, you got some pretty people who dress up pretty creepy. Does that mean we're going to give them the junk candy? Don't even think about it, James. <laughs> you give them the junk stuff and you put the good one in your pocket. No, we're going to love them. The, the ones who come dressed as witches, we're going to give them candy like we give the one who comes dressed up as an angel. Right? We're not going to judge them for the way they dress. They probably didn't dress themselves. Probably their parents did. 
but we get to redeem that day when the community comes here and we can let them know that hey our church meets right here this very ground on sunday at 9 a.m and we can tell them that we have the best fried rice on sunday morning amen, amen. so we are called to action here it is the action being salt and light okay being and so we get to point people to the redeemer point people to jesus christ in matthew 5 13 i love this you know i can never get tired of that song because it always speaks to me it says you are the salt of the earth but if salt has become tasteless how can it be made salty again it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men imagine that the salt losing its saltiness i mean we are called salt and light salt because we preserve we make life taste better if you lose that man that's that's tragic i think we need to make sure we're always this is the test this is a the, a good test when people leave your presence are they better or are they worse do they feel like oh i just i feel so good I was just talking to him, and I feel so good. Or they feel like, oh, I feel condemned. I feel like doo-doo now. <laughs> oh, they made me feel terrible. They told me I'm a no good rotten sinner and I'm gonna burn in hell. I mean, that may be true, but you don't have to tell that to them. You gotta love them. So the, the test is, you know, like if you're in my presence and you leave, it's like, oh man, I feel like crap because what he said didn't sound so good. Call me up, let me know. I didn't like what you said because sometimes I say stuff and I may, I may not realize what I'm saying and I might hurt feelings. But sometimes I say, I read a scripture and it's the truth. But even if it is scripture and it's truth, it still can hurt. And maybe I could have read it more gently. So, you know, you are the salt of the earth. So we got to season everything, make it better make it more flavorful, preserve it. And then in verse 14, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. What do you think it means? You are the light of the world. You shine the way to Jesus. You know how many of your circle, how many of your circle of friends are in darkness, like ready to walk off that cliff into eternal separation from God? And you have that opportunity to shine the light. Hey, hey, before you walk off that cliff and walk off into eternity separated from God, let me shine the light to the cross so you can woo, turn around. Whoa. And then one day when you get to heaven, you say, you know, I'm here because of you. How would that feel? Yeah, I'm here because of you. You saved my life. The light. We cannot hide it. We are called to be salt and light to this lost and dying world. And salt and light has to get in to penetrate. 
We are called to shine that light, hold forth the word, to be blessers of the world by the way we show love of Jesus, not being one of those who always grumble and complain. I was one of those. Our purpose should be showing the world light with flavor. You know, Halloween. Halloween has some history. And way back when it was started, it was, um, it was the eve of All Saints Day on November 1st. It was established to commemorate the faithful and the, the ones who were martyred and who were gone on. So the 31st, they would celebrate all those people who died as martyred, who, who brought the word. It was all, and it was a celebration of heroes of the kingdom because it was, it was a day that acknowledged with fasting and it, it came a tradition to make holy, but something happened um, that it became a time of indulgence and eventually led to sending children to beg for more, more indulgences from the neighbors. And then tricks and jokes evolved and the play up of evil, the witches, the goblins, the ghouls, it, it, it turned. Halloween was first, at first harmless. And it was, began as a playful excursion, has become an entrance into a dark world of the occult in increasing numbers. So there is an obvious need for the church to do something redemptive, something to take place. The church needs to take a leading role, not, not in protest, not, not in shutting our doors, turning off our lights and hiding, but something positive we can do. Someone said this about Halloween, we need to commit to show joy and not destroy evil. This is not a call to the church to celebrate. This is not a call to the church to celebrate All Saints Day, but a call to commemorate the testimonies and the triumphs and to honor people who had advanced the gospel, served humanity, made a difference in their culture in the name of our living God. <clears throat> We don't need to deny children fun to prove our faith, right? Oh, no, 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 you cannot do Halloween just to prove our faith. You cannot in deny them their fun. None of us need to be boring to be godly or unhappy to be holy. Halloween could become such a powerful time of celebrating the great things the Lord had done. The victories, like, like Kenson being discharged. Man, that is a victory. The healings that have taken place this year. Let's start to do things to redeem October 31st as much as we can. So here it is. We get to look at Halloween as an opportunity 
to reach the lost. Because you know what? It is most of your friends, if you tell them, hey, come here on Sunday for church. No way. Hey, come here on Monday for October 31st. We're going to give out hot dogs and chili. Oh, yeah, shoot, I can do that. <laughs> and then when they come, hey, this is where we meet. If you ever want to come check us out on Sunday, know that we are here. And this is what we do. We love people. So when, they, when they're in their deep, dark moments, they're going to think, wait a minute. Hey, I can go to that place. Yes, they said they have church here. I can receive some salt and light there. Plant the seed. Because when it's ready, somebody is going to come and water it. And then who's going to grow it? God is going to grow it. So we get to look at Halloween as an opportunity to reach the lost. Amen? Going to call Pastor Aaron, um, the worship team. Come on up. Whew. Did I change color yet? I'm just so heavily insulated. A hot day, a hot tea, and two shirts. God is good. <clears throat> so if you guys want to participate with uh, um, October 31st, you let me know. I think I might have the sign-up sheet. It might be in my car. So I can get that out, you know. In a short minute. Oh. Would you welcome the worship team? Woo! Well, before, um, before I ask you guys to stand and uh, do our last song, uh, we want to do something uh, kind of special today. Because uh, for the last uh, year and a half, two years, We've had a special person playing with us. And what makes him special is that he's 30 years younger than most of us. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Brother Jake, put on your guitar a little while. Come over here. <laughs> uh, so proud of this guy. Today going to be his um, last day serving with us on the worship team for a while. Okay, just for a while, just for a season. But, um, Brother Jake has enlisted in the army, and we're so proud of him that he'll be serving our country. And we, we want to commission him and pray over him before he goes out and does that. Um, I was grumbling to God um, after, after I heard, after he told me like um, a couple weeks ago. I said, God, why are you giving to me if I'm only going to be that little while? <laughs> and... Uh, it was like God told me, um, I could have not given him to you at all. Ooh, ouch. So be grateful that you got to have him for a season. And I, I know that this is not the end, but just the beginning and part of his journey. So would you stretch out a hand and we'll pray about my brother here. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for Jake. Thank you for bringing him into our lives. And, and Lord, yeah. It was a short season, but Father, we're grateful that we got to have him in our lives. He made us younger. 
He made us better, and we got to enjoy him and his talents. Father, we thank you for him. Now, Father, as we commission him to go and serve our country, Lord, we pray a hedge of protection around him, that you would lead him every step of the way. We look forward to what you're going to do with him. So, Lord, we pray you do your thing in his life and allow him to be obedient to follow your will. Father, again, we thank you and we praise you, and we look forward to you bringing him back to us, Lord, a, a better man. Father, we thank you and we praise you. We love you, Lord. Let your will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay, now we can sing. Oh, by the way, um, the songs that we sang today, Jake is the one who picked them. Okay. So you can say thank you to him. Let's uh, take it out with salt and light this morning. <laughs> 